Hello everyone and thank you for tuning in to my podcast, Xena Life as a Dominatrix. This is episode 26. This will be aired on Tuesday, December 6th, 2022. Today I'm doing a Q&A with Ross Bound. Boy, Ross, how did we meet? We met at FetishCon uh-huh. many, many years ago. I don't even remember. It was my very first FetishCon uh-huh. in the early 2000s. That was the FetishCon in Tampa, the very first one that I went to there. And we met there. We hit it off right away. Nice. Yeah. You have a great memory. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing. I do, right? <laughs> yeah, and then I think we just stayed in touch through what, MySpace? Yes, when MySpace was a thing, yes, when we weren't getting kicked off of it for putting up all the bondage content. Well, I have one of my shirts that says, uh, sometimes seen on MySpace. I still have that. I love it. <laughs> yes, well, that was one of the highlights because when we were at FetishCon together, uh-huh. and we bonded totally and then... You will have to remember this when we went out to one of the club parties uh-huh. and you saran wrapped me in the middle of the floor uh-huh. and everybody, it was like the highlight of the whole party when you had me saran wrapped inside the club. Wow. It was amazing. Everybody came, kept coming up to me when we were back at the hotel the next day for FetishCon. I'm like, oh, that was you. That was awesome. <laughs> I, I do remember that because I have the photos from that. There you go. And uh, they turned out pretty good. Yeah. It was green. It was green. Saranda. Yes, it was green. I, I know that because of the photos. I remember them. I think I have, I think I have uh-huh. one or two of the shots on my FetLife page, too. I'll have to take a look. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, well, we you have a better memory than I do. Of I certain things, I guess. <laughs> of certain things. <laughs> I guess I'm sort of what I want to remember, I guess, maybe. <laughs> well, how did you get into bondage, Ross Bound? Um, I got into it um, at a pretty young, I guess it was in my teenage years. Mm-hmm. Um, again, it's a common answer. It's from watching the Batman TV show. Nice. And it's uh, funny, the other day I woke up and I turned on the TV and the Batman 1966 movie was on. Uh-huh. So that was um, a nice little sign there. So that uh, that really brought me into it, all the bondage predicaments that the that Batman and Robin and even more so Batgirl when she joined in season three. Nice. Um, I mean, it's a lot of people and, and all the other superhero stuff because there wasn't really a lot of it in like movies or there was some stuff, uh, there was some of it on television uh-huh. episodes, but it was mainly the Batman show and the reruns that really got me uh, into it. Nice. Yeah. Any other bondage uh, shows or bondage um, that you could remember from the past? From back in the day? Um, yeah, I mean, there's been a lot of, um, you know, here and there, you know, clips from certain movies um, and TV shows. And, and, if I, and I wasn't one that even grew up watching porn. I wasn't really into that porn unless porn had some kind of fetish and bondage in it. Nice. I would focus on that, too. Nice. Um, Any time something like that would come along, uh, I would, you know, definitely... Get me, uh, get me into it. Nice. What age were you? Oh, I was in my teens. Um, I guess, I guess it was in my mid-teens uh-huh. uh, when I first started getting into it. I don't think it was, unless it might have been younger than that. I mean, it might have been younger than that because um, my um, 
had uh, neighbors that lived, uh, two friends of mine, a boy and a girl, and we used to recreate Batman adventures. Nice. So it was, that's, that's definitely as, as way back it was. And I was Batman, and, you know, of course, we'd have to have a girl to play Catwoman. And nice. Whoever else would play Joker or Riddler or whatnot, and we'd always have a we'd have a Robin too. Oh. So we would get uh, not as oh. not really intense sure, stuff sure. that's on the TV show sure. or what I've done later on in life. Uh-huh. But still, it was that was that was the thing. Yeah, it was fun. That's awesome. Yeah. And with Catwoman, Julie Newmar or Michelle Pfeiffer? Uh, Julie Newmar, hands down. <laughs> Julie Newmar. I even Julie Newmar, hands right, down. I right. mean, I wasn't that crazy about Michelle Pfeiffer, great actress, but I always uh-huh. thought that. I mean, I like Eartha Kitt too because yeah, Eartha yeah, Kitt was or Eartha, di- yeah. Eartha Kitt was a really diabolical Catwoman. Oh. Julie Newmar was more of a sexy, sensuous Catwoman because uh-huh. she and Batman always had a thing going. Uh-huh. Eartha Kitt's Catwoman was never really into Batman like Julie's was, uh-huh. um, so she was more evil, uh-huh. but uh, I was okay with her, and um, and I've always been one that, even watching you know, Wonder Woman and mm-hmm. you know, Batgirl, they always picked actresses that filled out the costume mm-hmm. great too, and that's very important. Michelle Pfeiffer's a great actress, uh-huh. I thought she was a little too thin Got it. as Catwoman actually, you gotta really fill out the costume Got it. a lot of times too, but definitely Julie, yeah, she's so great. Yeah. Well, when I was growing up, my first, like, attraction and introduction to Batman was seeing the movie, Michelle Pfeiffer. Oh, seeing the Batman Returns movie. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, And I was just instantly attracted by the outfit, her demeanor, her look, just, wow, just (laughs) sexy. Oh, Absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So what, uh, next question. What's your favorite bondage predicament? My favorite one? Um, it probably would have to be, um, I actually, I had always dreamed of, of being Batman on the Batman, you know, sh- you know, doing some kind of Batman shoots. And that dream actually came true mm-hmm. uh, one year at FetishCon uh, where I was asked to play Batman. Mm-hmm. And we had a Batman, we had a Catwoman, we had a Riddler, uh, a Batgirl, a Robin. Oh my God. And we got to reenact uh-huh. the classic Siamese Human Knot episode with, with the uh, Batman, Robin, and Batgirl are all tied up in this crazy knot, like a pretzel type thing. Oh. So that was like... Uh, definitely a dream come true recreating that and I have pictures on my FetLife page and everybody that sees those they're like blown away nice. like oh my god I can't believe you recreated that Every, <laughs> everybody knows nice. everybody knows those those um, episodes with those uh, crazy bondage predicaments so that uh-huh. would that's definitely at the top of my list I mean there's uh-huh. been a lot of stuff I've done over the years too but one of my other ones is I've been one to always bring fun to that's good. fetish that's I, good because because that's really what it should be there are a lot of people that do like strict bondage and this and that but i've always brought fun to it because i actually try to uh, relate my stuff to just like people that are just want to do it for fun uh-huh. and nothing to to elaborate you uh-huh. know just and to me you can do any kind of bondage as long as you know anything can be sexy uh-huh. um when you do it too and i've just always brought a lot of fun i ha- i create characters i do theme shoots i created a character james bondage where i'm in my tuxedo <laughs> getting tied up in different adventures um, <laughs> nice, i've nice. done themes you know i have all these different kind of theme ball gags like a basketball one a baseball one so nice. i do some kind of shoots that way just just a lot of fun nice. um, and people really like them and 
you know, uh, it's it's been a lot of like that for me. It's uh, it's sort of an I think it's a niche actually. Sure. That I've created. That's yeah, good. Yeah, which is nice. That's good. Yeah, and I'm always open up to all kinds of ideas. I mean, I've done just about every kind of fetish at one time or another. And time is spelled T I E. Ah, uh-huh. because that's another one of my <laughs> trademarks, my puns, my plays on words. Uh, when I do those, I always worry when I'm writing to people uh-huh. and I do that, does it drive them crazy? Do they not like it? But then when people start writing back to me sure. the way I write, I'm like, uh-huh. okay, I corrupted them. <laughs> in a good way, in a good way, it's fun. That's awesome. <laughs> What's your most memorable scene? My most well, the one definitely one of them is is definitely the one with us in that club because yeah. I remembered that right off the bat and people talked about that at FetishCon. Uh-huh. People that since it was my very first FetishCon, I didn't know a lot of people there, mm-hmm. a lot of the models. And when I was walking around the convention floor the next couple of days, like, were well, you the guy? You were the one. That you was were the guy. The, you were in the Saran Rock. That was awesome. <laughs> so that was nice. a really good one. And of course, the Batman. Any kind of a Batman shoot that I do, uh-huh. um, I always love those. Kind of things as well. Nice. Yeah, actually, another really good one yes. is I used to do a lot of shoots for a lot of the um, dungeon houses in okay. New York City. Because uh-huh. I was one of the very popular male models for Dominant Mystique and Fetish Times. Uh-huh. And I think I was the first male um, to be actually. If on the cover, I was actually one that was able to show my face. Nice. And one of the classic shoots I did at a dominatrix house is they wrapped me up as a Christmas tree. Nice. Um, <laughs> and I was a Christmas tree. They put the star on me and everything. Nice. And that one was a really, really popular shoot. Nice. That one was totally good. And then there was one where they t- tied me up uh, with my ass sticking out and they wrote ho, ho, ho on my bare <laughs> ass to go, with the, to go with the Christmas theme too. But that nice. was the Christmas tree one was a good one. Nice. As well. So there's been some fun ones. Yeah, nice. there's been a lot. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, I've turned a few people into human Christmas trees. There you go. A few. Um, I'm trying to remember. There was one at a nightclub where he was, I don't know how many, there were a lot of people at this club because it was a big Christmas party fetish themed and people dressed up as Santa. People had a human present. So there was a big... Wow box and inside this big box was a present of this slave girl that belonged to <laughs> Santa nice. and um, I'm just remembering from the photos because uh, it was all a blur because some of these parties are just all a blur they go by <laughs> yes, so fast and uh, and then the human Christmas tree first I saran wrapped him and then I put the lights around him and I made sure that the lights weren't so hot on him. Yes, that's important. Yes, for sure. And to not leave the bondage victim alone, that's important not to do. <laughs> to too. not do. It's Very. true. That happened to me actually once when I was wrapped up in saran wrap as like a, as a Christmas tree. Mm. And it was, I think it was actually my first, one of my first shoots, if not my first shoot. Uh-huh. And I was sweating. Uh, a lot, and there was a puddle of water, uh-oh. you know, of, of my sweat right by my feet. And they, when they plugged me in, <gasps> I did feel a little jolt, um, and, I, and luckily nothing happened. Sure, but that was definitely a situation. And I, even that's another character I created, Santai Claus. <laughs> I created S A N T I E, Santai Claus. <laughs> Or I've been um, tied up as Santa Claus, and I've done some. Yes, I've had a bondage elf with me, so that's been fun. It's fun. See, it's it's all fun. I mean, these are just fun characters to have, and everybody. I know, love it. People love them. Tis the season. Right? It's it's coming up. I have to stop busting out my season's beating shirt. 
Yes. I mean, a lot of these slogans that I see out now, like right? Seasons Beatings and uh-huh. Born to be Bound, I'm like, I... I came up with those t-shirt ideas. People well, are you taking sh- them. Well, you should those make your store. I know, I should, exactly. Like Seasons Beatings, I'll start wearing that one. It's December. Now that the trees are all out, I'll start walking around with that. <laughs> but seriously, you can start a store and, you know, say, buy Ross Bound. Or... I know, I should. I've had, always had ideas for really cool, fun t-shirts and, and stuff like that. But this was before people were, were doing it like they mm, do it now. I mean, sure. this is back in the day when it was just... You know, you couldn't get it. It wasn't accessible like it is now. It's so easy. It's so sure. much easier now. Yeah. Sure. And then in New York City, you could get away with wearing uh, attire like that. You can slogans like that. I think you can still. Exactly. Definitely. I mean, yeah. Exactly. If they can put the shirts in the store, like go f yourself, you f and f. I mean, I think you can definitely do that kind of stuff. Well, there was a very popular. You weren't here in town in town at the time. There was a very popular S and M restaurant. In the city, really uh, it opened in the mid nineties. Wow. It got it, it. was right after Madonna did her sex book, okay, which was huge. Uh huh. Um, and so they opened up an S and M restaurant called La Maison de Sade, mm-hmm. um, which was okay. I mean, I th- it was on Twenty Third Street. I thought it should have been more down Fourteenth Street where the S and M clubs were. Mm-hmm. But it was an interesting place because this was at the time since Madonna brought the book out. You know. Like the like mainstream people are trying to get into S and M, and I always get a laugh out of that when like those regular people are trying to get into the kinks lifestyle. Sure. So I went there one time, one night with uh, some dominatrix friends of mine, and we just went there to check it out. And you know the regulars were there, and they were just you know having fun and you know doing their little spanking and their paddling. <laughs> and then we were like, you know, let's let's get out there and give them a show. So nice. the girls put me up. I think it was a cross. They had me blindfolded, and they really went to town on me, spanking me and paddling me, and I couldn't see, but I could just visualize that every jaw had probably dropped in the place because we were the real deal that showed up. And then when I looked nice, around, it was nice. like, like, oh, my God, this is... I'm like, this is the real deal. I mean, this is the restaurant. <laughs> this is what it's it. about. <laughs> so that's, uh, that, that's a lot of fun when I see that kind of stuff. It's like mm-hmm. when I watch movies... Mm-hmm. Mainstream movies, when they try to incorporate S&M into them, I get a laugh out of them. But a lot of times, S&M gets a very bad rap sure. in movies and television because they think that everybody that's into that is demented uh, somehow. When I always say it's not, it's somebody likes it. Like, you know, it's something in their lifestyle that they like. Like, they like sports or they like movies. It's just something that's, uh, if it's a turn on to them, mm-hmm. it's totally cool. I mean, there are people mm-hmm. with worse problems. Exactly. That are not into this kind of stuff. It's just all fun. It's terrible when they give it a bad rap. It's not. It's not really cool because it's right. fun. People like to do it, and you know, it's it should be treated that way. Exactly. And I've noticed that BDSM and fetish is becoming more and more mainstream. Yeah. Like the fashion aspect. Yes. Uh, true. Models wearing collars and yes. Um, and there was a. Um, I call it Balencia garbage. This this company Balenciaga. They uh, they really like about uh, a week ago. They or two weeks ago. They basically posted a campaign of children holding bondage teddy bears. Wow, and that's fucked up. That is fucked up. 
And oh, so I could say fuck. Okay, because I could have said oh. you say fuck you, you fucking fuck. <laughs> That's what the t-shirts say. <laughs> wow, they're really doing that. So, oh. well, for this particular campaign, and they got so much backlash, and mainstream, so. main, so. but mainstream. What's unfortunate is mainstream media has not covered this, and they haven't said. Like, shame on you, Valenciaga. I call them Valencia garbage because it was like, what the fuck? Like, it's so fucking wrong that they put out this campaign. And that's an example of uh, BDSM uh, looking bad because these children don't belong in BDSM shoots whatsoever. No, they don't. And it should be you know, 18 and over, that's all. Yeah. You know? And, uh, yeah. yeah, and that was really mainstream because... It just, the news came out and people on Twitter were like, what the fuck is this? And then, yeah, and it just made my blood boil because it gives BDSM a bad name. But they fucked up. They should not have done this. No, they should not have. And it's yeah. terrible when things get, get to have a bad name. Exactly. It's not really cool at all. Because, uh, you know, we're, I'll tell you the truth, the people that are in the S&M lifestyle and even some people that I know in the porn business, they're the best people. They're the most normal people that I know. Me? Normal? Well, we have a different kind of normal than the so-called normal sure, people. Sure, you know, sure. you know what I'm talking about. I'm like, these are more fun. I mean, like when I'm going to fetish kind of like, that's a real, those are really cool people. They're great people. They're a nice family of people than these other people mm -hmm. um, that, you know, are the ones that criticize. But sure. then they're all going to be hypocrites because they'll be the ones that'll go back home and it's like, oh, you want to use handcuffs on me? Da, da, da. It's like, <laughs> okay. Sure, <laughs> sure. <laughs> it's like, we're all cool. <laughs> but I like that BDSM is becoming more mainstream uh, in a positive way. In a positive way. Yes. It's a good yes. thing. It's in a positive yeah. way, it's a very good thing. Yeah, because everybody knows you know, um, everybody has their limits and everybody has to consent as to what they want to do. Exactly. And, you know, you can be open to do what you want to do as long as it's a turn off for you when you're enjoying it. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. So, how many women have tied you up, Ross Bound? Not enough. Not enough? No, not enough. K-N-O-T, not enough. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it definitely needs to be more. I'm always on the lookout for more. Always on the lookout. I on love the, it. Always on the lookout for more, yes. <laughs> So, have rope will travel if that's uh, that's the case too because I've got plenty of it and I have my bondage mobile I'll take and, and try to find someone and if you know anybody anybody listening on this podcast please please I am free to be bound <laughs> there's been a lot but this, there could always be more <laughs> have, well give me a number like how many like any number any just I'm just curious I'm just being nosy I don't even know I guess Maybe it's, I don't think it's, maybe it's maybe 50 to 100 or something. I don't nice. even know if it's even that many. I don't even know. I really have to go down and, and think about it. You know, because I have on my, um, nice. yeah, because I have a Model Mayhem page too. And I've listed that, you know, of the people that I've worked with. So there would be a list there that I can check. Mm -hmm. But that's models. But then there's just been some others that, you know, for play purposes too. Sure. So it's a different thing. And it's not even just women because I've been tied up by men too. Nice. Because if I've done, I've done a lot of shoots, which is also a rarity that I like to do because it actually appeals to the the general public as I like to do a lot of couples bonded shoots with a girl mm -hmm. um, because that's something that I know it appeals to both men and women because nice. I like to do stuff that the people that are looking at my work, they can say that, oh, I can do that. I like that. That's a nice turn on. 
And I know a lot of girls aren't into that, but a lot of the shoots that I've done with Couples Bondage, they've gotten to be popular off me being in it with them because the people that are buying those clips, the guys especially, imagine themselves in that position. Uh-huh. And they're like, oh my God, I wish I was that guy tied up with that girl. <laughs> so, but I've had, and I, but I've had, there's nice. been a lot of bondage, male bondage producers that have not been into that. Mm. But I'm like, well, a lot of them I've gotten to talk to and say that, well, you're still doing rigging, but you're actually being a little bit more creative with what you're doing. And they actually like that too. And I've actually crossed over into, I've got a big gay following, gay male following. Nice. Now, and I've, a few years ago, I actually did my first time with a gay male rigger tying me up. Nice. And it was good because, you know, he did a terrific job. And I'm, I've been fine with that. I mean, there was no sex. I'm not into having sex with them or anything because I'm straight. But I'm like, yeah, you can do it. And as, nice. long, as, as long as the rope work is good and it's hot nice. and sexy, I'm fine with it. That's yeah. great. Yeah. That's awesome. And uh, let's see. Oh, that's another question. Do you enjoy tying women up as well? I do. Or I'm men. A, um, and... I haven't really tied up any men, but I've gotten requests for it. Okay. I actually do like to tie up women because I am a switch. Okay. Um, I, I'm more submissive, but I am a switch. But a lot of times you can dom from the bottom. Mm-hmm. So, like, you know what you want as a submissive, so you can try to communicate with the dom what you want as well. But I do like to tie up women... I don't. I haven't been one to do like elaborate ties, but I've done stuff basic that still does the job. And I'd like to do more. I'd like to practice more and get to, you know, get my technique better as well. Practice makes perfect. Practice makes perfect. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. When's the last time you've tied up a woman? When's the last time I tied up a woman? Mm-hmm. That was a, that was probably a while ago. Um, it was probably before the pan. Well, it would have to have been before the pandemic because mm-hmm. the pandemic shut pretty much everything down. Sure, sure. Um, so it would have been whatever years it was before that. Because um, I've tried, I've been trying to get back into it as best as I can now. Uh, uh-huh. It's been tough. Um, but but the word is always out there that if anybody needs me, not just necessarily if I do any kind of shoots or just for fun, where I say, well, I don't always have to be. You know, submissive. I can play a villain. I can be Dom for you as well. You know, I can do that. I, it's been a while for that. That one I really don't remember when the last time I tied up someone. It actually might have been at one of the fetish parties I went to before the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, nothing too elaborate, but just fun. Like, you know, sure. I said, yeah, I can do something for you. No problem. Sure, sure. Just to have fun, exactly. Fun is, fun is key. It's fun. fun. It's all about fun. Exactly. exactly. It's all about fun. So what advice do you have for the listeners um, who are bondage beginners? Um, have fun with it. Um, that's, that's the main thing. Don't worry about if your bondage is like not like so beautiful looking or elaborate because it doesn't have to be that. I mean, sure. I tell that to even producer friends of mine. I'm like, you don't have to strive to be like the greatest, you know, symmetry and this and that. <laughs> just, just make it look good sure. and it'll be sexy and it'll get its point across um, just and be careful of course when you're doing it I mean because I know there are a lot of people that do self bondage which is fine I've done it myself but just make sure that you if you tie yourself up you're able to get out of it or you have a safety scissors safety yeah. scissors mm-hmm. near you or just to do it where you're okay with it and you always have to watch that you don't overdo it and this mm-hmm. and that um, yeah just my whole thing is just just to have a lot of fun with it 
And if you can, I know people have asked me, oh, where can I find girls to do this? I'm like, well, I'm still trying to find girls to do it. I mean, I guess <laughs> go to clubs, go look online. I don't know what to tell you. Just, uh, just have fun with it because, you know, this stuff can be fun. So how, well. what website or resource do you recommend for somebody to find a bondage or fetish partner? Or... Um, well, uh, I do, I use FetLife a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I think people can, I mean, I've seen more bondage appearing on Instagram, but I don't know if you can, some of it's, I mean, I know there's, there's different sites to use, but I haven't gone to any of those sites in quite a while. I guess the things to do is maybe to go to fetish parties. I mean, whatever, depending on what, where you live, if they even have them. I mean, in New York, there's obviously a lot more. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know how they are in some other states, but I think more and more of them are happening. And they have a lot of these things called, there are a lot of fetish weekends, like kinky, like a kinky weekend, or there's always fetish con in Florida in August. Mm-hmm. But there's like a lot of these weekend things, bondage for beginners. Um, you just have to look for them, I guess, if you can find them on any websites. You'll eventually get to them. They won't advertise it on local TV or no, on the No, I don't think news. they don't advertise it on local TV. They should, but I don't think they will. If anybody even watches TV anymore, actually. Uh, I still do, but I don't know if anybody else does. You just have to... Well, I was just at Exotica, uh, New Jersey. Ooh, how was that? Uh, last month. It was good. I hadn't been there. Mm-hmm. In a long time, so it was a little overwhelming, but it was good to be back. And there were, uh, there were some really good demos there. I walked in on the bondage demo, which was really good, and um, I saw a lot of um, of the booths where they were like, "Oh, we're having, we have like a kinky weekend. You just sign up, and you can come alone. You can come with a partner. You know, you can bring your own rope. We have rope. A lot of them are like get-togethers. I mean, uh, I I had friends. They lived in Jersey. They were really big spanko. Mm-hmm. They produced a lot of spanking movies, and they had a place in New Jersey, and it was good because I was really tired of going to the fetish parties because a lot of times you might go to them. I mean, you know people, but you don't know people, and it's tough to play there. So they had their own parties in Jersey, and they called their place the Fortress of Pervitude, which was great. And we, you know, it was a little. <laughs> I mean, we must have had, you know, it was a good turnout. We must have had about twelve to twenty people that would show up, and mm-hmm. you know, they were spankers, and I was into bondage, and there was people into doing other things, and you can come there and just sit there and eat and chill and talk. Nice. Everybody was open. It was so comfortable, so relaxed, and we were all friends. Nice. And it was a great get together. And it's a shame they moved. So I was like, "No, this is terrible." Aww. They moved, and then I was starting to invite my dominatrix friends to it because uh-huh. I'm like, "Yeah, this is just fun. We can just relax. You don't have to do anything." And anybody that was even um, shy or they would just didn't know how to be treated, like one of my friends, he's a producer friend of mine. He was like, oh, I don't know if I'm going to be able to go there. I'm so, you know, I'm shy. I'm like, eventually he got to tie up a girl there. So he was very happy. Nice, but, you know, you just, nice. uh, you can just chill. And eventually, since we all know each other, it was a lot easier to talk and get mm-hmm. into stuff. That's awesome. Yeah. And it helps to know somebody. Because when I would <laughs> throw the parties and singles would come and they didn't know anybody which is a lot of times my case i go yeah. i don't know a lot of people that i go to parties with so i wish i did i'd go to more of them sure. so when i go myself it's tough because you're there i'm like i don't know anybody right. I'm, I'm not I'm not going to ask somebody to do a scene i'm like they're right. not going to want to do anything it's like <laughs> it's so, tough yeah and then like i would you know uh, bring the person to another single person be like hey That's this great. is so and so so and so, and they would, you know, interact and get to know one another. And <laughs> true story, I've 
introduce maybe like two or three couples that actually hit it off, became a couple, got married, wow. still married. So I pat myself on the back for that. I'll pat you for that. <laughs> I'll pat you on the back right now. Everybody I'm not. I'm not a. I'm not a matchmaker, but it was just like it was just pure luck, and uh, and I thought in my head, okay, she would get along with him, or he would get along with her, and this was so long ago, and I remember that, and how they just hit it off, and then also another couple where they just became master slave okay. girl, and they just hit it off, and and it all turned out pretty positive, and then, um, yeah, that was so long ago, and sometimes I kind of miss throwing the parties. Well, you just... have to start doing that again, and you have to put me at the top of your invite list. And oh if you match gosh. me up with somebody, it would be fantastic. I have to. No, I don't have to do anything. It's true. I would like it, but you don't have to. But they're fun. I mean, they're sure. good get-togethers. I mean, exactly. they're really good get-togethers for, for people just to just chill and sure. hang out. Yeah. 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 So how how can people find you, Rossbound? Um, they can find me on FetLife. Uh, my profile is Rossbound, R-O-S, capital R, lowercase O-S-S, capital B-O-U-N-D, and it's one word. Um, they can find me there. I mean, I'm on Model Mayhem too, but that's pretty much it. I don't have a, a Rossbound Facebook or a Twitter. I, I might start up an Instagram page because I know a lot of people, when I went to Exotica, a lot of the models there are all on Instagram or OnlyFans, so I might uh, set up a page that way. Or maybe and OnlyFans I, too. Or OnlyFans yeah. too, because I see Instagram is very open now with bondage. I'm like, I'm looking, I'm like, there's a lot of people doing that on Instagram, so wow. maybe I'll do something like that. If not, it's just the basic ways, and um, if they want to find me, they can do that. Cause, and I, I've been on Clips for Sale as well. I don't have my own page. People have been telling me to get my own store, because um, I do have a lot of content, and I actually, if anybody needs, I'm also a, a, a great writer, producer, and director. I've directed clips for other people as well. Um, that have been that have turned out terrific. That's my awesome. My background is in filmmaking, so I nice. and so I'm fine with doing that too. And I'm and I know fetish, so the stuff always comes out really good. Nice. As well, if anybody needs that too, so that's awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. And you and I like we've done videos for my store, Bizarre yes. Cinema, like quite a few videos. And, yes, uh, such fun. Yeah, that's a so lot of fun. So much fun. It's, it's such fun. I mean, we start, as soon as we get together, we, it's very difficult because we get together to pose for a still shot and you're starting to laugh already before. And I keep, I mean, I could, I could easily laugh too. We just keep laughing. But you know what it is? You, sure. you laugh, but we get the stuff done, the stuff comes out great, we have fun, and because we're also very professional with what sure. we do. Sure, And everything comes out great, and it's fun, and that's the way it should be. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we've done sure. a lot of great stuff. I'm looking forward to doing, you know, whatever with you, whenever. More and more. More and more, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, I still have, I, I will always have my creative juices flowing. I mean, I can come up with ideas like that. So That's great. For any kind of scenario, any kind of theme, any kind of, you know, any anything I can come up with relatively quickly. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. So FetLife, uh, Ross Bound, uh, and 
Fat Life. Uh, there's I mean, all they can types find me, of people. I mean, they can find me on on obviously on your pages wherever you have your stuff because of the stuff we've shot together too. Yeah. So they can at least see me that way. Yeah. And if anybody needs to contact me, they can go through you or whatnot. Yeah, for yeah. sure, I'm, for I'm sure. Usually accessible unless I'm all tied up. Yeah. Somewhere. But I'm bum bum. Right. <laughs> And I like felt like because you get to meet people, you get to see what's going on in your uh, town, yes. city. True. Um, and I've met people from other states that you know just to to I've reached out to them. Hey, would you would just be interested in doing a shoot? I I reached out to someone in Pennsylvania. I did a three hour drive. Nice. Uh, we we met at a hotel. I got the hotel for the night, and we did a marathon. I mean, what's the shot like? six or so hours we didn't make like 20 setups i mean we just went nuts nice. it was great we just had a blast and this again was a guy who was dating the girl at the time i think they were dating whatever they were doing but he was a guy that had no interest in shooting with the guy either huh. she wanted to do couples bonded she was into it so we were doing it and he was and after the shoot he was like you know ross thank you i was so inspired to do stuff and i did some of the best work that i have done i mean it was great stuff and i'm like yeah i know it's all fun. Well, so, I'll pat you on the back for that. Yes, you can pat me on the back for that, exactly. <laughs> sure. Uh, well, thank you so much for participating in this particular episode. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure and an honor. <laughs> of Xena, Life is a Dominatrix. And thank you so much you for tuning in, everybody. Have yeah. a great day. Yes, and happy holidays to happy you all. Happy holidays. Bye-bye. Bye.